Welcome to Business Partner Partners. I'm Ryan. I'm Chrissy. <laughs> you usually do the intro. I don't know where we go from there. And today we are going to be diving in. It's just the two of us. Mm, I'm not going to sing, but it is just the two of us. <laughs> and we're recording for the first time in the conference room at Mountain Goat. Just the two of us. We've never recorded just us two in here. I don't think that Oregon story. We no, have. No. Yeah. We did not. Okay. Agree to disagree. All right. We're going to track back and, and finish this. This is not what people want to hear. Fight off air. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about how to go viral, 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 viral. Clap. clap wow. You're clap, really clap. reaching for that today. Um, that's Why a, is that stuck in my head? That's a clickbaity title, which is good to Yeah. So I think we'll talk all about just kind of our in, our Instagram journey and that's probably a more appropriate title. No, how to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about our Instagram journey and the success we have seen on Instagram. I think we've been relatively successful. Yeah, so when we talked about our wins of 2023 and 2024, we did not talk about the fact that we crossed the 10,000 follower mark on Mountain Goats Instagram last year. Which is big because that's when it stops showing at like full numbers. It's yeah. Like 10K. It's like, oh, look at us. 10.1, 10.2. Now we're at 11? 11, over 11.1. As of today, 11.1. And if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on Mountain Goat, go do it now. Yeah, get us to 11.2. <laughs> so I think it's interesting because... We kind of cheated with our Instagram because everyone knows that Mountain Goat used to be a climbing gym. And so when we opened Mountain Goat as a coffee shop, you just, we kept the same Instagram. No, we didn't. It's a new one. We kept the same followers though. Nope. It's a, it's a fully separate Instagram. The old climbing gym is still there. Mountain Goat climbing. All Look right. at this. You don't even know. Then I was wrong about that. Yeah. So we, because they were both open at the same time and they're different audiences, we did start a second one and used the first one to promote it. So it was a fresh Instagram. Wow. Yeah. So this is fully built from the ground. That's the, pretty in, impressive. Moment. So I thought we were just like riding off the backs of having a climbing gym and followers. Nope. So the one thing I'll start with that's fascinating and true is like, Instagram is a lot of, I don't know, it's not a lot of our business, but it's like where we d like announce and disseminate information. Yeah, like it's I mean, like the it's, primary channel. I feel like for a lot of businesses now, Instagram is essentially their website. Mm -hmm. So like if we go somewhere, we're more likely to look at somewhere's Instagram than we are to their website to see like what's going on. Is there a band playing? What's on tap? Or, mm -hmm. Um, well, because the interesting part of that is like, I mean, we're talking about viral, so not talking specifically about Instagram, but yeah, a lot of times you look at Instagram and then it's combined with like a Google listing, right? Like mm. if you're looking at something, a lot of times you don't go to the website from the Google page. You like someone has uploaded the menu there. It's so like you can see the menu. You can see pictures of like yeah. most websites. Ours included doesn't show good pictures of the waffles. But if you go look at our Google listing, tons of people have posted like really nice pictures of the waffles. And so that becomes like your de facto kind of front door. Yeah. So, wow, better than I thought that we started from zero. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. We're here at 11.1. So, I, Ryan, when we first opened, Ryan ran the Mountain Good Instagram. 
and poorly. No, you did a good job. You got to like 6,000 without me. Thank you. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Zero. So if you, I don't know if you follow us on business partner partners, but we have like a little over 300 followers. So I don't know what kind of, um, surely anyone listening is following us. No, I know, but it's funny to be like, how to go viral. We got 300 followers, Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) but we've been successful on mountain goods, Instagram. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into the first thing about going viral. And I like to think I haven't tried that hard yet on business partner partners. No, don't jump in yet. Okay. So jumping out, jump out. So I took over running the Instagram in 2021 and remember my goal. We were like at 6,000. I was like, I want to get 10 K by the end of the year. You got to like seven. I was nowhere close. (laughs) Instagram is a a difficult beast, but we're going to talk about how to go viral and why it's important and the ways that you can do it. All right. What were you going to jump in and say? I was going to jump in and say the, like, I think one of the biggest things about quote unquote going viral or whatever, and, and we'll talk about some things that have worked and some things that haven't, but it's not necessarily the goal, right? right? Like the times we've gone viral, so to speak, they don't have, sometimes they do, but most often they don't have the business outcomes you, ex- you want, right? Like yeah. our most viral thing we gained some followers from but they weren't people in Greenville who are going to buy coffee or waffles from us. And so yeah. like, is that actually valuable? Right? Like, it, like what's the actual goal? Who are you reaching by going viral? You know, like, wh- like, what do you want to do? And so like, if you're thinking from business partner partners, like we're not going to go viral soon. I mean, we could, but like it, it needs to be to the right audience for it to be valuable. Right. But I think the idea is you go viral. And so you're in front of a lot of people and maybe, is the kind of follower you actually want. Who's like your target market. So when I think about business partner partners, I think about our target market, which is top tier couples who are running businesses together. Top tier. Top tier couples who are running businesses together underneath that people that are running small businesses just in general. And then under that people that are aspiring to run businesses. And then at the bottom people that are just interested in our lives. And then at the very bottom Family and friends who listen to every other episode. You're putting them at the bottom? I mean... Family and friends? They're not our target market. Wow. They, y'all y'all heard that here. They just give us their support and y'all love. Y'all are top of my list. Please. Family and friends. Hey, mom. <laughs> Your mom doesn't even listen. She really doesn't. She true. can't figure out how to use podcasts. That's true. Okay. I'll tell her she had a shout out. She'll, I'm going to listen. Okay. I have four ways to go viral. Here it is. Here's the, here's the roadmap to go viral. Number one, and we're going to go into each of these issues or separately. Mm -hmm. Number one, controversy. Number two, justice. Mm. Number three, outrage. Mm. Number four, thematic. Number, number five. Oh, you said four. Now you're saying five. No, this is a bonus one. Okay. Boobs. Yeah. I was going to say that's the one you're missing. And we don't need to talk about it that much, but we haven't used that one much yet, but I think you say much at all. I'm open to trying for of your boobs. This is more detailed than the people want, but yeah, sure. If it helps, Mm -mm. this is too much. Um, just don't knock it till you try it. You know? I'm, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> You're knocking it. 
And I will now shout out to my mom and say, I will not allow my husband to use me on Instagram I didn't to get say followers. You, I said me. <laughs> you said, don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock it till I try it. I won't knock it till you try it. Great. <laughs> All right. Um, DM us if you'd like to see um, some no, top, topless no, pics. No, of- <laughs> we're not saying that on the podcast. I think I did. That's weird. Okay. This thing's already off the rails. All right. So let's go to number one controversy. Controversy. This has been our most successful. Yeah. So essentially posting something that is controversial. Our example for this is our most popular reel, which Ryan, can you read the stats of that reel? Yes. Let me pull that up. That reel is about a seasonal drink we had called the Myrtle Beach. We had a vacation themed drink menu summer 2023 and the Myrtle Beach is double shot espresso Housemade vanilla syrup. Milk of choice. Topped with Dr. Pepper, a mini can of Dr. Pepper, and then your milk, a splash of your milk of choice. So straight from the cow, straight from the almond, straight from the oats. And we made a very simple, like, it took us two seconds. Very lo-fi. To make this reel. And it blew up. And the reason it blew up is because probably the way that you're reacting to that. If you've never heard that drink before, it's a shocking combination that people don't understand and people feel very strongly about it. Yeah. So I'm going to, so here's the stats. So one of the things we should mention too, is like, how do you define viral? There's a lot of different definitions, but I think for our purposes, we would say anytime a, a reel or something gets more views than we have followers. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think viral, this is like, this one's like very viral, well, but it's got like viral has to be relative. Right. Cause like our yeah. best post is like a post that gets ignored by Taylor Swift. Right. Like she wouldn't even mention this, you know, like, what do you mean? Like t- if Taylor Swift posts something and it gets 2.1 million views, it's probably a flop. But for us, it's like awesome. Oh. It's relative to your following is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So, so I say, I'd say that to preface with for us, like an average reel, right. gets like, less than 11,000 plays. Right. You know, but like somewhere in there, like there's good ones, there's bad ones. And so like anything over 11,000 is like noteworthy to us. And so there are a handful that have gotten more than that. And we, we can go through some of those, but the, the Myrtle beach itself as of today. So for 11,000 followers, it's gotten 2.12 million plays, which is 16, 1,251 hours. It's only 17 seconds long and it's been watched for 6,251 hours. That's a lot of people's time that we have wasted watching outrage content about espresso and Dr. Pepper. It's been liked 34,000 times. It's been shared 61,000 times. This is all just on Instagram. And then it's been bookmarked 17,000 times. So by far our highest performing post. And only because half of it is like and a lot, this was a lot of people that are not yeah. local or like not our target audience, but like it was good attention and it was fun. And there was yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of comments about like how Mormons couldn't handle this. Like this was just, you know. Yeah. Like some of the good comments look, looks like a stomach ache. I'll take one. Another person coffee should not be carbonated. Like people are like, this is controversial. This is good, but anything called a Myrtle beach needs to contain alcohol. So this is a perfect a perfect post of something that has controversy. So if you think about your niche, if 
of what your business is, what's something that people have very strong opinions about. So for example, someone being like, that's gross or that's delicious. And that's kind of how the comments were split on the Myrtle Beach reel. So you can kind of think about what would make people feel like this is, this is not, this is, should not be done or this should be done. And that's kind of a good, a good place to start if you want to go viral. But it's like Vegas lines. You got to split them evenly. Yeah. You can't be like 90% love it, 10% hate it. That's not loud enough. You got to get, you got to get that 50, 50 on the money line. Yep. Okay. So number two, justice based posts. Mm, justice performs well. Two, two posts come to mind. Mm-hmm. One, when we got broken into. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that one a little bit? Yeah, we've talked about that on here before. When we got broken into, I but was... But I'm just saying the post in, in particular. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm giving some backstory. I was in London when it happened. Yeah. So I was across the ocean posting this from our Instagram because I'm like dealing with us being broken into in the middle of the night. And so I kind of posted... I posted a picture. My buddy Lee and Joshua Blankenship both came and, and Suggs and, and boarded up the door for me because I couldn't be here and sent me a picture of the boarded up front door. And... um we just posted it. That was a waffle Wednesday. That was back when we were doing waffles only on Wednesdays. And so we posted like, Hey, we got broken into everything's fine. All our people are fine. You might have to come in the side door, but we're still going to be open for waffles this Wednesday. And people loved it. Like loved it. Loved the post, lots of shares, lots of mentions, lots of comments, lots of texts, you know, offline about it. Um, and people like showed up and we sold out of waffles that day. So, so we wouldn't have chosen to get broken into, but it ended up, you know, it, I feel like it made our people that feel strongly about us feel even more strongly and be like, no, they can't do that to mountain goat. You know, like we need to support them. That yeah. Kind of we thing. should look at if the $400 of replacing the front door and the hats that were stolen counteract uh, what we made that day. Yeah. Do we sell enough waffles to get a new front door every Wednesday? I'm sure. <laughs> and then the other justice based was recently someone wrote a negative review about me mm-hmm. that you should be fired that I should be fired and Ryan basically wrote a post saying this is the Google review will y'all go help us on Google you know it, it really affects small businesses when we get negative Google reviews that post got a lot of likes and then we got 150 we Google, got a lot of reviews yeah. Google reviews after that like real ones not just like fake like yeah. people like our customers that like just hadn't done one. Yeah. It's like a good. So that's kind of like viral, but in a different, in a different way, but people felt like they're like justice bell was ringing. Like I must make it right in the world. I must fix the world. Mu- <laughs> I must leave a positive Google review. I must avenge Sam R. Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah. Sam R. We don't know who that is, but that and, was name on Google. Um, another way to go viral is outrage outrage what's the difference in outrage and what was the first one controversy outrage and controversy so they're kind of different so kyle benson put in outrage mm. and this is oh that kind of okay this is actually a tactic that we haven't used so right. i don't have an example for this we'll do it soon but basically doing something that makes everyone mm-hmm. say oh no or have a negative reaction to like doing something really gross, which we're not going to do, but something that makes people band together and share it with another person be like, can you believe they did this? This is crazy. And I think that 
if we're just looking to go viral, we could think of something to do that. But I don't think that that's an area that's a tactic we would want to use. Mm -hmm. Is there a ta is there a way that you feel like we could use the outrage tactic? I have something in mind we're going to do after this show. Let's say it on here. And then our listeners will have the inside scoop. Well, it's not it's not full outrage. I mean, we're going to redo Luke did it a while ago. So Luke was an employee mm -hmm. of ours. Mm -hmm. And he did, he put together this is on TikTok. He put together a really good like really well done of like someone coming in and being like, "Hey, can I get a latte?" and then like him pulling the shot and like grinding the beans and like the receipt printer and everything. And then like he handed like beautiful latte art to him and then put it on the counter and then like grabbed into the latte art with his hand, like in the milk and then like sloshed it at him and the guy <laughs> just took it and drank it. It was him and Cole. It was yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but it got like a lot of views and comments and stuff too. Um, but it was, it was cause it was also like really done. It was like one of those things I think people expected to be like, Oh, this is a cool video. Yeah. And it was like, Oh gosh, he just stuck his hand in that latte. Yeah. So. Well, I like that. We'll redo it. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you credit, Luke. Yeah, shout out, Luke. If you're listening. And I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on to the next one. Thematic. I don't know what this is either. <laughs> we, <laughs> you just laughed at me. <laughs> thematic. Um, we have done themed drink menus. Mm. Yeah. And a theme really, it like cuts through to whoever feels like, I guess, like they're a part of this theme or this theme has defined them they're or something. Seen by yeah, it. they're seen by it. And I feel like if someone sees something on Instagram, they're like, this is me, that's going to go viral with whatever that group is. So I'm specifically thinking about, we did a fall drink menu in 2023 that was Gilmore, mm. it's hard to say sometimes, Gilmore Girls themed. Shout out to Grace who came up with this idea. And Georgia and I were kind of like, I don't know. Like, are there enough people that like Gilmore Girls? I was like, no way this is going to work. And it has struck a chord with a lot of people in Greenville. Like people coming in. So this is viral in a different way. Yes, the post got shared a lot more than other posts. Two more followers than we have. But a lot of it has been one that has actually this met the goal of Instagram, which is bringing more people in the door. Yeah, this one has affected actual like feet in the door yeah. versus like social media engagement. And so I think as we keep trying new themes and doing things, I think thinking about a cult thought, like things that have a cult following is going to bring out a market of people that maybe hadn't considered coming to your place before. And that's kind of, we saw the same thing with trivia when you used to yeah. trivia themed trivia would bring people out. Like when we had the office or Harry Potter, well, cause everyone's like, Oh, I'm the expert in that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think if it's something specific that can reach a smaller market, then using a theme specifically for like a drink menu, it's going to reach new customers. And I think it, it did that for us. We're still in the building phase of our business being five years in so being able to target people that we've never had before by saying, like, I mean, so many people came in and were like, well, I have to try the the Gilmore Girls drink menus because they saw it on Instagram. Well, and it worked so well, we did a second round of it, yeah. too. We like added some more I Smell Snow and mm -hmm. Stars Hollow and whatever. Um, this is also a good, um, we've talked about this before, but this is a good reason why I'm not in charge of things. Yeah, you would have like, said no. It's like, no way that'll work. And we did one before that I thought would be, way bigger. It was still 
well recepted, but not nearly to the level. But the Zoolander themed drinks were my favorite. Um, I love the Zoolander theme, but I also, it's really interesting. Like our generation, mm-hmm. me and you are not as much the people that go to coffee shops. No, because like I want to, like my idea would be like, let's do Big Lebowski themed coffee <laughs> drinks. And people would just be like, no. that's awful. Yeah. yeah. 20 to 30 year olds, I feel like are the right target market is, is kind of who we have coming in here. And then, um, those are the ages of people I feel like that are drawn in, but the Gilmore girls is like an intergenerational show that has really, I'm watching it right now. Really reached people. I'm watching it on the treadmill when I run. And I've actually never watched it before. Yeah. I don't like slow television. I know this is going to get me slow. I mean, it's not the fastest, but I know it's going to get me in trouble, but I'm watching right now. Yeah. Catching up. So themes. Thematic. Thematic. And so I would tell you, if you're like thinking about your Instagram and ways to reach people, like, is there something you could theme? Is there, um, like based on where you're living, is there something you could do like a, a special deal or something that's around a, a genre? People just, people like to feel like it's made for them. And I think that that's really what happened with the Gilmore Girls. It's like. Just theme anything you have Gilmore Girls. Theme, just use Gilmore what do you, Girls. What do you sell? Can you make it Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Um, we do car parts, but we have the Sookies, whatever. And yeah. Rory's. If you're a florist, have Gilmore Girls themed bouquets. Mm, wow. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know because we didn't think the Gilmore Girls coffee thing. True. Don't listen to us. <laughs> but I also, I, thanks for listening to us. Don't listen to us. I had a lot of, I have a lot of fake ideas for themed drink menus. Um, give them some, one of them being, um, I want big Lebowski. I already shared mine. Yeah, that's bad. One of them being department store themed. So yeah, like we Macy's, talked about that one. J.C. Penny, Sears, Parisian, <laughs> R.I.P. And then like Nordstrom Rack, and I also think you could do like we did celebrity crushes. We kind of floated. We might crush. still do that. I think celebrity crushes is good because mm-hmm. I think there's enough enough celebrity crushes that have overlaps. If we do celebrity crushes, can I do mine as um, a, a waffle sandwich? Yeah, who is it? It would be John Ham. So we do like a John Ham sandwich. That's a good idea. Yeah, thanks. Maybe we should do a Mad Men theme. Ah, uh, ooh. I Not mean, enough I, people. That's my favorite. A little trivia, that's my favorite TV show of all time. Mad Men. It's a good one. Except for I haven't watched. You would, like, you would not like it. And then this fifth category that we've kind of skirted around is something, uh, like I said, a tactic we have not used, but it's basically... Yet. <laughs> so it's basically sex appeal. <laughs> and I guess this kind of falls in with like dancing and stuff like that, which we've done some dancing reels, but um, it's just, I'm not interested enough in this topic to keep talking about it, but it you does. You have to address it. It does. Yeah, you have to address it. That's what makes people watch. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cheap and lazy, honestly. Be more creative, everyone. The next question I want to ask is, why do you want to go viral? That's I think, a good question. I think that when people are considering what what makes them want to go viral, I mean, ultimately, 
followers could lead to actual customers. In some of our cases, it has. In some, like our most popular one, not really. Um, the the Myrtle Beach, we, we have had people that have walked in and said, I saw this drink on Instagram, yeah. I have to try it. But not in the 2.1 million way that you would think. Well, and it's interesting too. I mean, when you talk about you know what we're posting and why, there's a big difference in content that tries to reach new people that are not followers, but also like we just announce a lot of things to our followers, to our regulars. Like that's how they find out a lot of the times what we're doing or what we're launching, you know? And so like, it's not bad to not go viral. Like if everyone that follows you watches it, that's great. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I think there's more of an emphasis now on like connecting with your followers rather than trying to like grow. So we have a lot of people that are already following us that I think we can, you know, foster that community just as much. I think the idea of going viral is fun just because if you can figure out how to do it, it's kind of interesting just to like watch the numbers and watch this. It makes, it makes me feel like so small in the world that that many people could watch one video that you could create. And I do think you get a little bit more street cred when someone comes to your Instagram and you have a certain amount of followers like that. I think it helps. It it like it validates to some degree. Like, I mean, if you think about it, it's the same with like Google listings. Like I said earlier, like if you, are looking around the new town that you're in. You're like, where should we go for coffee? And you see a place that has two reviews. Yeah. Not as much as the place that has a couple hundred reviews. And the same with Instagram. Like if you're like, this place has 200 followers versus, you know, the place down the road has 30,000, like you're probably going to go to the other place. And so there is, there is a little bit of like a business approach from that, but I don't think it's like all or nothing. Yeah. And I think that, um, one of our friends, Kate, Mm -hmm. um, from Averyn was talking about how they'll be on soon. Yeah. Going viral is, it doesn't always get you the results that you want. And yeah. sometimes it can be negative potentially if you get followers who are thinking like, Oh, this is just funny content. Yeah. And then they end up just unfollowing anyways. Like if you make a funny reel or whatever. So I think it's kind of just a part of the beast of figuring out like how to do it, when to do it, what to put. And I think another interesting thing that I I read was, your like feed. So your Instagram feed should be easily understood when you go to it of like who you are and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then your stories is kind of like, you know, like get to know me. Like we go, we go deeper. Yeah. But even so, like when we post things that doesn't normally like our normal stories and posts don't normally get the, even half the reach of what our actual following is. Yeah. Which is just a, a nature of the beast. And the interesting thing too is like we haven't explored other avenues. Like when we say that following or whatever, we're only talking about Instagram, which is also kind of terrifying that like it's that much a part of our business. Yeah, but you know, my New Year's resolution is to write two newsletters a week. Yeah. And I've been doing that. Mine, I was going to write, I was going to make us a TikTok, but you, I, th- I told you I was going to try to do a TikTok. It would just be repurposed stuff. But like, again, it's a different audience and it's different reach and stuff. I don't know if it's better or worse, but it's another thing. Um, One of the things I was going to mention is um, there's also, I think, a misconception in people trying to build followings. And I'm saying this as someone who tried to do this in that, like, if you can get an account with way more followers to repost you, that it's going to, like, lead to any tangible outcome. And I think that's a big thing that people overestimate is mm. like, Oh my gosh, if this other, if this local, you know, newsletter or whatever that has 
six figures of followers like repost us, we're just going to take off. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. like we've been, we've been tagged and posted, uh, by accounts, you know, local accounts and, and otherwise that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers and it, it just doesn't, re- it doesn't like turn out too much. Yeah. Like, like visit Greenville SC has reposted a couple of our things and like posted a po- like posted a post in their story from us. And you would assume that would like lead to more results. And it just, it typically doesn't. Yeah. People see it. And so there's some value there, but it doesn't, it doesn't give you often measurable results. I mean, personalized content, I think is different. You know, if someone writes like, Hey, look, this, I, this is who I am. Mountain goats also yeah. go to mountain goat. That's very different. But if they just like repost a story, you tag them in yeah, or even post like a post of yours in a story, it doesn't have the results that a lot of people I think assume that it would. Yeah. And I think a lot of people spend time striving for that of like, Oh, if we can just get so-and-so to post us or so-and-so to like repost whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it does work. Right, right. So don't listen to me. Except um, for listen to him because he has a podcast. Um, I have one other thing. Do you have any more things? I have one other thing. And this is, I think, the big, this is one of the biggest surprises to me is the level of effort that you put into these things. So mm-hmm. you kind of alluded to this with the Myrtle Beach, but there have definitely been posts and stories and reels and things in the past that I've been like, we should do this or like, we're going to do this. And we'll sit down and spend time. And like, you've done this too, like yeah. stitching things together, editing things. Um, there was one, I don't, I'm going to embarrass you now. There was one, I don't remember what it was, but you were like, this one's going to hit 30 K by the end of the day. And it just didn't. And I, I told you it wasn't going yeah. to, um, because they just usually don't, but like, it's very interesting. The things we put effort into and like really are convinced they're going to go off. Don't. Yeah. And then the Myrtle Beach, that's like, like you said, like we literally just threw it together. It's like the song reverberates in my head because I've watched it so many times. When, every time you go to the stats, it like plays the reel. I'm like, oh my gosh, this song is dumb. And it's just like cheesy footage. It's fine. Like it's just showing the drink being made. And like that's the one that took off. So are you saying at the end of this whole episode, we don't actually know how to go viral? A hundred percent. We don't know. <sighs> that's the summary of the whole episode. No one knows. I mean, there are formulas and there are things you, I mean, you can, you can find everyone to tell you this is the time of day and this is, and, and there, there, there are benefits to times of day with certain businesses and, and, and different things, you know, and like posting regularly makes a difference and tagging people makes a difference, but it's, it's the algorithm at the end of the day, you know, like are people sharing it? Are people watching it all the way through? Like all those things feed into the algorithm and how those things get surfaced to other people and yeah. suggested. I definitely also make reels for myself sometimes just because I want to put things out there. That's how you got to live your life. Like it brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Like I made like a two and a half minute reel of all the bloopers and like recap of 2023 with like all of our staff. And I rewatched the other day and like my cheeks hurt from just smiling at it because it brought me so much joy. Well, so that's a good example of it's not going to go viral and reach a bunch of new people, but I guarantee you, our regulars love that because they know everybody in the video. Yeah. And it's like that is endearing and it's it's like it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing to be out there. Yeah. So. so I think first of all, we need to say we don't know how to go viral, <laughs> but. So thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to go viral. Those are some tips, some, some ways we've seen success. Um, and then the other thing is also just create content that makes you happy because if you're not if you're not enjoying making it and seeing it, then it's not worth it yeah. at the end of the day. I'll add one more thing. Are you, were you trying to wrap up? No, okay. go for it. I think the other thing 
that has been good for us is not trying to be what we're not, Mm. you know, like a beautiful feed with like coherent branding across when you land, there's like a, there's like a term about like the first nine, the top nine, whatever it is. Like when you pull up an Instagram account, you can see like the first grid of like three by three. Yeah. And they should be, you know, from a branding perspective, like consistent and tie together. And ours is just kind of all over the place. Honestly, I think ours looks great. It looks great. I'm not, but again, like there are, there are other ways to do it, right? Like, yeah. you know, we, we have friends that run other accounts and, and other shops in town that like have a very more polished look, you yeah. could say. And that works for them, but like, that's not who Mountain Goat is. Yeah. And I think that like you're trying to get to the point too, it's reflective of who we are here. Yeah. Like you can come in, you don't have to be put together. You don't have to know everything about coffee. You're going to be able to just chill and sit and hang out and work or see friends or drink a beer. And it's unpretentious. And I think that's kind of what our Instagram is too. And we're going to, and we're going to keep just throwing things at the wall and see what sticks. And we'll keep reporting back to you. But in the meantime, if you've had any success with viral virality, let us know. Teach us how to go viral. I think that's it for today. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Business Partner Partners. Let's all go viral. (laughs) This is a terrible sign off. (laughs) Bye.